All right, and we're recording. All right, well, welcome, Octavia, to Dopeless Romantics. You are my first guest ever. So happy to be here, Dan. Wow. So um, you've been in this self-help world and you've done relationship workshops uh, and all kinds of relationship stuff uh, as far as like articles um, um, and, and engagements and all, all that stuff, plus, you know, dating yourself. And um, right. yeah, yeah. And so uh, your latest article that you put out, um, Masculine and Feminine Energy, um, and how that relates to like the relationship dynamic and stuff. Um, so yeah. what, what do you think, especially in these times, what do you think we could, we could do to kind of, well, well I guess address what maybe that problem is, because maybe not a lot of people know um, on, on what these things are, but also, you know, what are we, what can we do in, in these times, especially like maybe even Zoom dates, a lot of people are doing stuff like that. Um, how to address uh, the, these masculine and feminine dynamics in our in our dating life <laughs> okay you just loaded up my list there Dan. okay yeah it's yeah yeah um the most recent article was okay so i'm gonna fess up y'all i'm single so i'm speaking mm -hmm. from experience today and what i've noticed is um no i'm dating in a, maybe a little bit older than a lot of the listeners in the 40s mm -hmm. you know late 40s and the uh, men that I'm meeting, it's very interesting. A lot of them have very little relationship experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think that that can be more common than not, especially depending on the age range. A lot of people really focus mm -hmm. on their career and, and then like kind of wake up one day going, huh, maybe I don't want to be by myself the awesome. rest of my life. Maybe I'll figure out about this dating thing. And so like from a woman's perspective, if the man didn't really have a lot of experience with women and his, you know, with his sisters and his mom and didn't really understand much about the feminine side, and even those yeah, situations yeah. don't really come into the dating, like still dating and intimate relationships are a lot different than that, then yeah. the woman feels like she's working with somebody who's kind of like a raw material, you know? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can feel you. I understand your frustration. I had... Um... You know, I, I had two brothers and that was it. And my mom and she was dominated by just a very testosterone household. So this is where at least I know some of my learning had to come in later because I didn't it's have a, a lot of that. We're an enormous <laughs> learning curve. We are such yeah. a huge learning curve and we think really differently. Um, you know, and I know you mentioned that a lot of your listeners are women. I think there's a reason for that. Like women are relationshipy. And, and we end up being the ones that help make the relationship happen. And I used to feel really crappy about that. I used to feel like, damn, I am just doing all the work here. This sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and then I got some really, like, I think wise advice. I can't remember now where I learned this one from because I studied so many different mm. things. But it, it actually works better for both people if the woman does kind of guide the relationship so what i mean by yeah. that is is she gives pointers like 
hey, uh, like, oh, this is a really good example from Steve Harvey's book. The, yeah. His wife gave him the idea, boy, it would really look nice if we had uh, some kind of bush right there when, when we drive in the driveway. That'd be really, mm -hmm. that'd be really nice. And so he's like, oh, I'll fetch us a bush, you know, and he goes yeah. and he finds something real nice and puts it in the ground and everything. But what she did there is she, every time they come home, there is a reminder of their relationship, greeting them when they come, right when they come in the house, they look at that beautiful bush that he put in there because she asked him to. So this is like, yeah really crafty on her part and she is you know she's playing planting seeds but he has that reminder of his love for her every time he comes home so this is one of the i love that example but women can do this in a lot of different ways where we can uh and i haven't even gotten to the masculine feminine aspect yeah, of the topic yeah, yeah. but i think we're relationships the more we can own that this is our strength and, and it, men appreciate, they might not say it, but they do mm -hmm. appreciate when we create a context for them to step in closer to, to have a better relationship, to have a deeper relationship. And this kind of gets into the, like the secret needs of men that we were playing around with uh, a little bit before we started recording. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, is that like, because the way that, um, at least some of the stuff that I try to help guys out with and that I've had to look for myself is looking for those kinds of cues as well. Cause I feel like a lot of times like women are putting out cues and a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the dating that's not, you know, developing into a relationship or not. Um, or if a relationship is kind of just, you know, falling flat and there's a communication issue in this realm, like it's, you know, it, it uh, at least on the guy's side, you know, the cue, a lot of the cues, like these emotional cues, like, Hey, like putting out these, putting out these idea or putting out like these needs. Um, and then the guys are just kind of like missing it or ignoring it or, you know, whatever, like there's yeah. not getting it. Like there's even stuff, um, like, like the big thing that, um, a lot of guys miss is like, uh, cause a guy will be very emotionally, can be very emotionally engaged, like early on in the dating. Um, and so they project all of this like so, into something that hasn't really developed yet. Like it's very one-sided. Um, so a lot of it, or at least like the first big hurdle for a lot of this, or for a lot of these guys is like to kind of like pull back and then waiting for her to like emotionally develop. And like, she'll tell you when she's like emotionally ready to like move to the next level or like, you know, like to actually like have, um, have it develop instead of just like this rush of, you know, a relationship and all this stuff that they kind of feel like they need, um, you know, for security in these things. Um, so yeah, so those, uh, emotional cues and, and so like, and so, you're, but you're taking that further, like you're putting out these cues to like, you know, giving, um, so when you mean like these secret needs, like, uh, do you mean like, uh, so like in that example, the, him getting the, um, him getting that reminder of that relationship and stuff, like having these, like getting these ideas to like, you know, put to, to like add things, uh, add things to a relationship that he wouldn't necessarily, you know, come up with like things like that. Like what, what are some of these yeah, other like, secret I, needs I think, that you're talking about? A lot of what I'm talking about is that women 
because of our relationships with other women and the type of closeness mm -hmm. and connection and, and literally the way our minds work, where we think yeah. laterally, we're already always thinking about people around us. And we're always yeah. thinking about the quality of relationships we have with everyone around us. Like that's, we think yeah. that's a natural, that's just how our minds work. If we as women can recognize that men's mind don't work that way, that there's kind of a learning and a training that has to like, I think we need to own and take some responsibility for encouraging the man to have some of these kinds of aptitudes. And I think a lot of the reason why men don't pick up on the cues is we make them really subtle. So yeah, yeah. men can learn how to tune into subtlety. I think that would be great. That meets us halfway and women yeah. can step in and be when it serves us, let's go ahead and be really direct communicators. Like, hey, you know what would really feel good to me right now? A little bit of appreciation for this, you know, uh, amazing meal or something like that. Or, uh, and, and there's really specific ways of wording it so the man doesn't feel uh, like, like he just screwed up, right? So there's yeah. a feminine way of wording it that is respectful to the fact that these aren't things that men think about. So I'm going to very yeah. gently, in a beautiful feminine way, put it on his radar and say, you know, I um, flowers would look really nice right here. <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and there's like, so there's a way of being direct, making sure you, like he's not, uh, when men are, men can't multitask. So if a man is doing something else, yeah. he is not going to hear you. Make sure you have his full attention and be direct but really really gentle and and that's how the the communication soaks in for a man and a man's like and and when he hears correctly when he hears and he understands what a woman wants he's mm -hmm. he's like making a mental note oh she likes that oh her favorite yeah. flower color is pink or um that place she always wants to have flowers to look at in that spot in our house and, and then he, he will train himself because men really like to please, I, I think men love to see a woman smile and be happy and they love to make women happy. Mm -hmm. So this is just like a way that the, there's a real art to this with women. And when, so let me take it to the next level. When a woman is able to successfully communicate to a man what really makes mm -hmm. her happy and then the man steps into that and makes the woman happy, he gets the benefit of a happy woman. Like what man doesn't yeah. want to be around yeah, a happy exactly. woman, right? And the woman's happy. And, and so therefore the relationship is blossoming and flourishing. And that is a need that men have. Men want to see their woman happy. Men want to have, be in a relationship that's flourishing um, mm. because that, also gets some physical sexual needs met too, right? When the woman's yeah. happy, she's like, ah, you know, you listened to me, you appreciated me, you paid attention. And oh, yeah, absolutely. thrive on appreciation and attention, male attention, and men actually thrive on appreciation and attention from women too. So knowing that about men, that's one thing you can weave in. Hey, honey, men, I really loved it the last time you got me flowers. And I just have been through a tough time recently and some flowers would really lift my spirits. If you said it's something like that, 
he would be yeah, like, yeah. oh, honey, I love you so much. You will have some flowers. Yeah, I'm going to get you some flowers. <laughs> you know, like yeah. they listen and pay attention. And the woman feels so cared for. And the man feels like he did a good job of being a man, you know? So yeah, these yeah. are some of the ways that the woman can coach the relationship in, in a direction that makes both of them happy. And a lot of it is what makes the woman happy. And I like, I don't mean to be egocentric or like, but that's what I've noticed. That's what I've read about. If the woman is kind of taking the relationship in a direction where her needs are really getting met, that mm -hmm. tends to make the relationship between the two of them stronger and happier. And I think this is the, some of the secrets with men. Men yeah. want closeness. Men want deep connection. I think this is a human need. This doesn't have yeah. to do with masculine and feminine. We want that. We want intimacy. But in the man's world and the way men are raised, intimacy is really challenging. It's not very safe. Men aren't safe with each other. Men are mean to each other. Men, like, I hear yeah. stories <laughs> all the time of, you know, and beaten up and like, all of that, like, where is there room for men's emotions to be? You know, I know there's men's mm. movements and this is all developing and everything. Yeah. Men are having their, their way of, of, but this is what they look to women for and they may or may not even be conscious of it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. There's definitely something about, um, well, there is, I guess, different levels of the, the weird intimacy between men as well. Cause like it's, especially like in a, like a veteran community, like some of that intimacy is built on like a meanness to it. I mean, there's, uh, there's obviously like a line between, between those things. Right. Yeah. The teasing, like, this is like, this is automatic. Like I have to kind of watch myself sometimes at work. Um, because, uh, you know, it, it's, I mean, luckily like everyone, you know, I, I think there's at least, you know, certain places it's a, you can do it with like, as long as you kind of get to develop and know people. Um, yeah. So a lot of our intimacy is based on that. And that's like a very, and, and that's like a thing that is just very natural like that it just happens um so like the when it comes to like the other relationships and you know especially like with the you know when we're trying to develop a relationship with a woman it's it's trying to i don't know like again like you were saying like that training and stuff like you're trying to you know again like trying to fill up on those like pick up on those cues and then also like the really to really experience, you know, the, the feminine gift, like the, you know, it, it's kind of like the, what would you say? Like the washing over, like there's a very, like for the masculine, like there's a very like cleansing effect, like, cause it's a lot of the time in the, like the, the masculine world, like going, like you're going into work and it's like very, like, it's, it's like this flex and like this narrowing and then sure. yeah. having, yeah. And then, so like coming home and then like having, you know, that feminine presence is just like very, just like, it's like, ah, like, you know, you can kind of like that emptying, like that, yes. that's where a lot of, um, you know, and uh, yeah, a lot of, and I think that's one of those secret needs is like, guys don't, you know, um, guys aren't necessarily aware that, you know, how that cleansing aspect that they can need because it because uh, you know i mean you see it a lot with uh you know maybe you know like a workaholism kind of way like this very just narrowing and narrowing and narrowing and narrowing and then they just never get to like experience that like breath um 
to kind of be able to go back to that stuff, you know, cause that's very, um, you know, there's, uh, there, there's always that aspect. that's very, um, inspirational, um, also for the masculine, like that feminine presence, you know, and that, and that can come at different levels, um, that I've experienced, you know, especially like, a, like initially, um, I mean, even without really engaging with a woman, like just a, like a feminine presence around, um, but, but especially like in their relationship, there's, um, there's more of that, like you can give like the, like the, the capacity for, you know, um, someone to be able to give more. And I don't, and maybe you can talk about like the other side from the feminine aspect, um, about what that does, but I know on the, um, from the masculine aspect or, you know, being a, like the man in the relationship, you know, having that feminine presence at home as well, or like in a relationship like that, that like increases my bandwidth to be able to like go out and do stuff. Like I, there's like this, uh, that relaxing, uh, that relaxing kind of, um, phase and that kind of stuff like that weird like support i mean you know some of that's maybe just basic human support as well but um there's definitely like an aspect to be able to like to 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 have that like recharge and that like bandwidth expansion and then being able to go out and then like do that other stuff because it's like i'm getting like these other needs like maybe that's some of these secret needs you're talking about getting taken care of and then you know once those are taken care of like then i can like focus even more on this other stuff instead of me always taking care of all of my needs, you know? Um, uh, you've, you've um, really given me a lot of inspiration yeah. on the topic of masculine and feminine energies that in, in what you just said there, mm. I think in, we need to recognize that there's so much, the masculine energy is almost the most dominant energy in our world, but it's definitely dominant in any kind of workplace. And of course, in yeah. your military workplace, it must be yeah. way <laughs> up there. And what masculine energy is, it's very goal-oriented, it's, it's very focused, and yeah. it, it like gets the goals, there's pushing through, and and that's, I think, part of why the joking with men, it's it's almost like, well, how focused is he, you know, and you try to knock somebody off their focus, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just kind of poking a little bit, just like, hey, like, you know, hey, are you awake? Are you paying attention? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what was like, um, so when men come out of that world and mm -hmm. come home, or men haven't had, maybe they're single and they don't have much experience with women, the they're locked in to to this dominant paradigm of masculinity and so now they've got a woman sitting in front of them they're they're on a date and mm. they're they recognize there's some part of them recognizes i've got to switch gears here yeah. i've got to switch gears because this lady does not run on that track at all and and it's, I would say, probably really mystifying in a lot of ways. I mm. mean, dating is so freaking stressful and nerve wracking anyway. Yeah. Oh my God. I had a first date with somebody the other day and we were just our worst selves. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. We were just both nervous wrecks. And like, when you're a nervous wreck, you can't be yourself. And, and we're just like a bunch of bundle and neuroses and stuff. And like neither of us seemed to have any confidence whatsoever. Thank God my sister advised me. Always yeah. three dates. Three dates, always. You do not know anyone 
at all. You have no idea who they are until you've met with them three times. So I just had a second date and completely different. Was uh, see, bit of I like that. Sweet. And, and now I actually have a hope that the third date and maybe a fourth and a fifth will actually transpire with this person. Um, so <laughs> the yeah. first one, I was just like, eh, I don't like this guy. Yeah, this, oh, like man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, how, well, yeah. The gear switching, like, because men, here's the, the bigger worldview is we live in a masculinized world and the world has mm -hmm. been masculinized for a really long time. Yeah. So men are pretty comfortable navigating the world. Like everywhere they go, it's transactional, it's goal-oriented, it's about money, it's about economy, it's about getting your goals and the focus, mm -hmm. all of that. And looking at the world leadership, you know, let's collect more power and control and money. And mm -hmm. so our world is very, very masculinized. So men don't have a lot of role models a lot of times for for women even if they're in oh a, for oh for women for okay feminine, yeah for feminine for, for a feminine role model yeah, yeah absolutely men don't have a lot of and even if there are women in the workplace speaking mm -hmm. for myself i was a man in the workplace being a yeah, woman you're, you're in that masculine gear yeah i'm in masculine gear and it's i, I won't go into this not really on topic but mm -hmm. it's such a tightrope for women with the masculine feminine balance in the workplace but regardless, out of the workplace, yeah. we need to switch gears into our personal lives. That's where dating yeah. happens. That's where relationships happen. And that's the more feminine world. And the world of comfort and nurturing that you just mentioned, that's a feminine world. The feminine energy, so I've described the masculine mm -hmm. energy. Yeah. I think people can really relate to that. The feminine energy, it's very organic it's very fluid. So men are straight arrows, like a sword, very projective. The woman is like water. She needs a container to be in. She's emotional. She moves around. She's creative. She's organic. Mm. She decorates the home. She makes a beautiful environment. She cares about the environment. She cares about sensual things. She cares yeah. about how the food tastes, what things look like. Um, does she have a sensual appearance? So this is the feminine world, the feminine energy. And, and that's why it's so rejuvenating for a man, because mm -hmm. he gets to take a break from the intensity of the structure that the rest of the world is, is made out of. And he gets to come and experience the other side. And I think some of the secret needs that we keep like secretly alluding mm -hmm. to has yeah. to with the man's feminine side yeah and we all have masculine and feminine energies in us that's how as a woman i can go in the workplace and like put the masculine hat yeah. on and do masculine yeah. work and a lot of times these energies are out of balance in us and when a man is spending all of his time in the man's world he doesn't even realize that his feminine side is like strung out exhausted until he can step into a woman's world and feel the comfort and feel the nurturing. Maybe he just goes home and his mom cooks him a meal and loves on her son. You know, mm -hmm. if he's single, then he gets to have a rebalancing inside him. Some of those deeper needs, like I don't want to be competitive 
a hundred percent of all of my waking hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe I want to be collaborative <laughs> for some of my waking hours, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause if you yeah, because that's the other thing too. Like if you as a guy, like if you're, you know, if I ignore my feminine side too much, again, like that's where like this these other things start to creep in. Um, you know, where it's just I don't know. I'm so focused and it's just kind of, it's kind of like a wilting and um, you know, and that'll, you know, and I think you'd kind of touched on some of this, before, uh, what we were just talking about, but um, also like my ability to connect on the feminine level. Cause that's where like that relationship kind of comes in. Like when I'm with, you know, when I'm with the feminine, like that's, it's the feminine side that I need to like for that, like heart opening and like this love and stuff to be able to like actually flow. Otherwise it's like, you know, it's, I don't have anything and it's just kind of like, I, I mean, I don't know, maybe some of these marriages and stuff that go on forever, this just kind of seems stale or like these relationships, you know, those, you know, um, I, I suspect a lot of that kind of stuff is happening. Like it's just people are either stuck or they're depolarized where they just don't have anything or something like that. Or, um, you know, they're, they're not attending, they're not attending both needs. Cause you, you know, like you were saying, we, we have these both. And so to be able to, but to be able to operate in the world, like we need to, you know, we need to address both. And so just like ignoring these is not going to, not going to help. But yeah, there's something about, yeah, that like that rigidity that we like going into the, yeah, going into the work, you know, especially like working a lot or working long hours or just in, in the demand of, you know, the masculine hierarchy of, you know, especially things like the military or, you know, corporate stuff, you know, any, any of those worlds, um, you know, for, for us to be able to come back and connect. Um, yeah. And the other, yeah, like you were saying, the, like the alternatives and, um, you know, like the other stuff, like if you don't have a relationship or, you know, you're not coming across a lot of the feminine energy for the guys, um, there's a, like seeking out the, like the feminine energy. Like that's why there's like beer, beer's feminine energy. Like there's why there's drinking television. Um, uh, but more, probably more productive ones. There's also getting like, going to like getting a massage stuff like that like to actually have like that energy transfer like that cooling like kind of like you were saying the relaxing sensuality the sensuality and yeah just Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all of that stuff don't Uh, forget snacks oh snacks (laughs) yes 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 snacking snacking beer massages television Video games, video games as well. I think there's. Uh, like a- I don't know. They're pretty competitive, maybe. Yeah, they can be competitive, but there's all different like, kinds. Yeah. Yeah, depends on probably what you're doing. I mean, maybe you know, there's probably still like like the first person shooters and stuff. I don't play a lot of them. Um, you know, probably more masculine like event to it. Um, but there's still like a there's still like an emptying. Some of them there's just like an emptying out, like and just kind of like just like kind of let some let some tension go, you know, from some stuff. Yeah. Well, I think for men, I think the feminine, their feminine side is an aspect of vulnerability mm. and, and intimacy with yourself that really, and, and this is, this goes for men and women, intimacy with our own selves can be really scary and challenging for people. We don't know what's down there. You know, yeah. there might be some really scary shit in there. I don't know. Um, and, and so I, I think, and, and, add on top of that that for men to have that type of personal moment with themselves they've got to kind of slow down 
Yeah. Men are all about the motion and being in motion. And they're like, go, 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 and then stop. That's, that's how men operate. Women, you know, we're, we pace ourselves a lot more. They, they've studied this with marathons and things like that, you know, where men will burn out, but a woman can, can, you know, we just pace ourselves differently. We operate differently with our energy. So for men to, to hold still, holding still mm -hmm. for a man is challenging. Yeah. And then like looking internally. And to be honest, there is a skill set around self-reflection. And men aren't very interested in learning that skill set. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not a goal. Like, you know, where, where am I going to achieve a goal from self-reflection? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the barriers aren't like very tangible. Like you, you can with like the other, the other traditional like work kind of things or, you know, sports yeah. or in the tactile. Did I get world. the yeah, report done? Is it signed? Okay. Is it signed? <laughs> yeah, did I get it completed? Did I check, you know, did, you know, check all the boxes, like get all the stuff done. Did I do it correctly? Grammar, like, you know, like these very, there's very measured things where this like the self-reflection is this very like unmeasurable, like enigma. Yeah. Kind of yeah. exploratory. Uh, and and it's yeah. big. The, that territory mm -hmm. is big and vast. And, you know, without a guide or any kind of a navigator, like that can be, can be a pretty scary world. And, and yet the benefits here. So two things that come to mind mm -hmm. is because this type of territory is stereotypically generally a little bit easier territory for women than it is for mm -hmm. men. I, I'm just going to prepare. It was like such a big eye opener for me because I used to get so angry that I was doing all the work in the relationships. I, and now I accept mm -hmm. that. Okay. All right. Well, I've got a little bit more skill at this. And so let's, let's just see. And so women i'm i'm recommending to you let your feminine magic you know wash over the man and and he will develop a value for you and i think where it really starts is for us to stay in our feminine we have to switch gears out of the workplace and we have to own and value our own feminine nature and so women i recommend that you nurture yourself i recommend that you self-care and really, really take care of yourself, that is really attractive to a man because it, it of course, there's the visual appeal, mm -hmm. but I think mm -hmm. on a very subtle and instinctive level, the man recognizes that woman who's taking care of herself can show him how to take care of the deeper parts of himself. And I think that's why a confident woman, a woman who's really aware of her self-care needs and is making sure those needs get taken care of, even if she's in a position where she's asking a man to help take care of me, yeah. nurture me, mm -hmm. I think that he recognizes that she's leading him in a, in a really good, healthy direction. So in that way, she's his guide to those inner landscapes that he needs. Yeah. 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 Cause there's a certain amount of like depth that we kind of miss, you know? Um, yeah. Cause it, it's always, you know, trying to get into, I don't know, I, I guess maybe it's that, singular focus in some of the ways with uh i guess the masculine like trying to get um trying to get the depth out of like uh out of some of the relationship that we're that we're kind of missing i mean there's some depth and then there's also variety so there's like this so there's some weird um there both of those needs are kind of needed but um 
you know, it was, uh, I was just wondering like if there's, you know, um, cause I know for the masculine, like there's, you know, uh, at least pr there's a big movement to kind of get into like a 50, 50 kind of thing, or at least I see a lot in the dating world or at least from other women, um, that they're very upset just because it's like, there's not like, a like the decisiveness, like the, like the kind of, you know, being able to like lead the date, like those kinds of things. Um, you know, they're, they're missing a, a lot of that masculine presence. And so like for guys, there's, you know, um, trying to get them into, you know, at least hopefully a workplace that's more, because sometimes, it, you know, if you don't, if you're not in a workplace, that's not, you know, or not participating in at least some of the masculine structure, because sometimes it can be like too much where you, you need that relationship for that balance. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of times there's, uh, you know, starting from like ground zero, you know, not even being able to participate in anything, um, you know, even if it's maybe not available at the workplace, but finding something outside, um, you know, an activity, a hobby or something like that, you know, uh, things like martial arts, stuff like that, you can kind of get some stuff to, uh, to grow the masculine a little bit, like to have some that competitive, like that competitiveness and trying to bring that stuff together. So, but for the feminine, like, um, I, I know you kind of shied away from this. Hopefully this isn't too big of a topic for you. But is there like some basic things like that you were talking about, like um, for besides like the self-care needs, like what, what would you, what kinds of things would you recommend to like a woman to get in touch with stuff? Like, you know, for first thing I think of is stuff like yoga. This is very like a flowy kind of like, it's very different. It's not like competitive. You're not like trying to kill each other, um, stuff like that. So what, what other stuff to like get to help women switch out of like that masculine role and stuff or like practices mm -hmm. that they can do to, you know, what, what other self-care things are, or would they be looking for? I think one of the most important things for mm -hmm. women to do is to take care of our sensual needs. And so yoga is, is good for that. I mean, there's different types of yoga. There's more sensual yeah. yoga than others. Um, and there's, there's touch sisterhood is really yeah. important for women. Yep. We've got to get on the same page with our women and other, our sisters and, and honoring your women friends. Um, oftentimes we devolve into competitiveness with other women making comparisons and things like that. Um, it's better from a, you know, I, I'm a mindset coach too. So we, yeah. we need to look at other women as ourselves. And if another woman is in a really good place in her life, respect and cherish wow she's really achieved something and you're taking that energy for yourself you're assuming in in that acceptance of her success and you know celebrating other women you're celebrating yourself as well and knowing and giving yourself the inner strength i think um creativity is really a very feminine act so anything that's uh, you know, I'm thinking of working with clay and how tactile and sensual that is, or working with um, coloring books or things like that, where you get to play with colors is yeah. another really good aspect. Gardening, working with the earth, working with the land, anything that you're, where you're creating and growing. Some women go into culinary arts and make amazing food at home that's very colorful and has beautiful texture and flavor. Um, maybe hopefully they're taking some healthy, you know, angles on things. So I think those are some things that, and 
it's it's important for a woman to kind of study her needs. Uh, as I said earlier, if the woman's kind of coaching the direction of the relationship, and I'm going to say something yeah, that all yeah. the all your men listeners are going to really appreciate. Okay, listen up. Men, men are really used to direct communication, mm-hmm. and women use a lot of indirect communication. So these are the these are those really subtle signals that just fly by men, and the women get like really frustrated. What do you mean? I I told you three times, and the man's like, I. list them because you know and there's a training moment you know where the man can tune into more subtlety but the woman's gotta find her voice as well and so that where that starts is understanding your own needs if if you give yourself time and study and say uh this is what it takes for me to feel happy and fulfilled and joyful and enjoying my life with or without a man in it Mm. This is what I need to have. And this is the best kind of, you know, the best presentation we can make to a man, as I already said, is our confident, happy, playful selves. And that tells them, you know, oh, I've got a guide to help me understand my own inner landscape of femininity so I can balance myself. Um, Where a lot of women go wrong is that we don't take care of our own needs. We don't fulfill ourselves. We're looking for somebody outside us to complete us. And that's not going to be attractive to a man that's going to draw in a type of man that isn't going to be a good lasting long-term relationship most of the time. You're going to come into a a codependent type of relationship. So women understand your needs and learn how to articulate them in a gentle feminine way so that you can, and uh, I think Steve Harvey puts it, he says requirements. Women, it's beyond needs. These yeah. are my requirements for you to be in my life. You know, I have some requirements. Uh, I want a man to have some form of spirituality because I know that how important that is to me. And that tells me something about his emotional capacity and capability. Um, you know, I want a man to be gainfully employed. I'm not going to date any more, you know, broke guys. And um, so I have some requirements. <laughs> no more scraps. I need a man who's, uh, well, they're a surgeon now, <laughs> but oh, I need, okay. I need yeah. a man who's um, present, who can show up for me. So I'm not waiting around for weeks wondering if I'm going to get another date with this guy or whether he likes me or not. He's showing up and demonstrating interest and demonstrating that he's willing to move things forward. So that's the masculine side that, that you referred to where men are uncertain. And I think this came from the feminist movement. Mm. women started taking on some masculine well at the beginning of the feminist movement the premise was yeah. we don't need men just just get yeah, rid of them that was the together. yeah the first the first well, step was like well let's just do away with all of it i grew up with that's i yeah. had to i had to unlearn that crap um, yeah so so men are can't can be really confused about what women want from them and again, another place where women need to make it clear. So the men that I date, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get off Bumble because I don't like making the first move, for example. But the yeah. men I date, I make it clear, you know, it's your job to make dates happen, right? You know, and, and how much I love for the man to plan the, re- the logistics out and just tell me where and when to show up. You know, yeah. let's work our schedules out. But after that, just tell me where and when you take care of the logistics. 
so I coach them and, and I put it from a position of this is what I like. This is what makes me happy. And, and I kind of have maybe, did you notice the tone of voice I used? It has yeah. a very tiny tinge of this is my requirement. Yeah. And, and that's all an intonation. That's body language. Men are really good at picking up on body language usually. So that's a, I'm hoping the women are picking up on the subtle ways that I'm, you know, expressing that we can communicate and coach. And women, we benefit from this. Mm -hmm. benefit from understanding our needs and our requirements and being able to express them in a delightful feminine way. We all benefit. <laughs> the men benefit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, like back to those needs things, like there's like, especially like when, you know, I guess the first step was, you know, not really being able to fully understand what we were providing for each other from a masculine feminine aspect. So it was just like, well, let's do away with all of it. And, uh, you know, and then you got women taking on very masculine roles, which I think, you know, is just part of the process, like trying to, like, you know, after a while, it's kind of like, I don't know if this is the greatest plan ever. Um, and, uh, and I think more and more guys, especially are waking up to the fact that, you know, it's like, there's, there's definite needs and like that wholeness goal that you want to, you know, you want to be a complete person, not end up in like this, you know, you complete me relationship. Like you need to be you need to be two whole people to like polarize and magnify each other. And I think yeah. a lot of people are dipping out on relationships. I know at least for, uh, there's a lot of young men that are just like, it's a hell of this shit. Like they're just giving up, unfortunately. So hopefully we can get more of that back. Um, but being able to, you know, not only come into and grow in like a masculine world and also like not and that includes giving up on the masculine world as well a lot of that seems to be like going for like the lower forms of like these um kind of uh masculine adventures or these masculine like faux fulfillment so like some of that like again like it depends on the video game but a lot of them like it can be you know they kind of can narrow that focus and just channel it all it's like well i'm just going to you know, all of my goals, all my barriers that I'm breaking through are going to be in this, in this game, um, you know, or, you know, or whatever else that they, they might be doing rather than participating in the world. And, um, you know, it, it, but in the world, uh, I don't know how similar they really are. Well, yeah, well, it depends on, it's just like the, yeah, I, I think you're getting the real benefit. Like there's something like the energy exchange. I mean, not that there isn't one with the video games It's just not like, there, there's a certain level of depth I don't think you're getting like if you're doing something and again like it's very specific to what you're doing like if you're you know like in a first person shooter like you have goals like there's achievements like there's there's this hierarchy um, but there's some of them that are just more just kind of like you're just kind of exploring and just kind of like doing stuff you know yeah. um, you know it, it, it kind of depends I mean there's some goals and stuff with with that but I think a lot of our, a lot of men are still bailing out for lesser forms of um Right. You know, not only like the masculine, you know, kind of adventure and breaking barriers and stuff, but also like going into things like drinking for their feminine energy or snacking for their feminine energy instead of like through yeah. a woman or, you know, through these other, you know, um, through these other like sensual kinds of things that would actually probably grow their, both their masculine and their feminine at like a, a depth that's, you know, would be fulfilling to them instead of kind of like at this, you know, level one kind of a thing. and. Um, but yeah, the the point I was trying to make is like, even if we have like these two complete people, 
you know, the, the gifts that we can provide each other, like the sum is greater or that, yeah, the sum is greater than the, the parts yeah. kind of thing. And trying to understand that you can provide, um, you can give to each other in a way that you can't just figure out on your own. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people miss that. A beautiful synergy. Well, I, my heart goes out to these young men because of the world we're in right now, where I think on the macro, macro scale, a lot of the spiritual leaders, uh, Dalai Lama actually is one of them. Like, so big time spiritual leaders are recognizing yeah. a shift away from the masculinized world. And, and we're in this churn right now where there is more feminine energy coming into the world. So I, I want to take this huge mm. context. I think the younger generations and younger men are more sensitive in general. And I, I think the, the masculine world is a little bit terrifying because mm. it makes them push probably harder than, let me say it this way. I think the men who are already adults and grown up in the in this masculinized world are inert and and they acclimated to the degree of masculinity that was required in order to succeed in this world. And yeah. I think the younger men are looking at and going like that is not healthy. <laughs> that's yeah. hard. That's too much. That's not I that's not going to make me a balanced person. I want to find a different path. And this different path of balancing the masculine and feminine inside us gives these younger men the opportunity to participate in a world that has a greater balance, a greater, you know, the synergy that you're talking about of yeah. where masculine and feminine are really interrelating with each other in a beautiful way. So um, I haven't gone into this yet. I'm a spiritual teacher and yeah. I have a yeah. class on the masculine and feminine energies and bringing them into what I call as a sacred dance, the synergy state. So there's, uh, and again, this goes back into like getting personal with yourself and holding yeah. still, yeah. but you have the opportunity to go inside yourself, inside your own psychology and meet your inner masculine. So this is good for men and for women, because you'll find out the state of your inner masculine. So maybe perhaps, mm. possibly some of these younger men would go and find an inner masculine that's not really matured or grown up yet and hasn't really, because there are such good qualities to masculine energy that doesn't necessarily need to be redlined like our world does. So there's yeah. a, a scale, right? If your masculinity is underdeveloped, then you're going to lack in motivation. You're not going to be able to get achieve your goals. You're not going to have enough energy to pursue your dreams, right? So you yeah. need a certain, everybody needs a certain amount of masculinity. It's just important. Um, or you might go and meet your inner masculine and find out that he's just redlined and he is, um, you know, hardly any room for any kind of feminine self-reflection or any of those yeah. qualities. And, and so in this journey, you meet your inner masculine and learn how to bring him into the greatest, the best percentage of your masculine and feminine that you should be and bring him into wholeness and health and healing so you can have all of those benefits. Then when you go and meet your inner female, feminine, mm. you can find out if she's just kind of like, 
a needy little girl who is an energetic anchor keeping you from your creativity the the downside of too much femininity is an absolute it's it's almost a form of depression it's almost going so deep into the rest state that you can't move at all and yeah. and so that's the that's one of the areas of feminine that's the imbalance on that end and you know too much feminine could actually be a, a manic state like i create all day but i don't actually or i go in so many unfocused directions that i also never get anything done i'm chasing so many different creative ideas that i never create a groove of focus in order to be able to attain my my dreams yeah so yeah. Bringing, bringing these two energies into balance inside us gives us the best of both worlds. And I call it the third, the third journey is uh, the guided visualization is going into the temple of the lovers where they get to meet with each other. And all of my students have said this class has given them so much understanding of the opposite sex because imagine that you can recalibrate your inner world so that the outer world makes more sense. Yeah. Not only are you a self-respecting man if you're a man or a self-respecting woman if you're a woman and you've brought your your own gender into balance inside you with regardless of outside external world messages or whoever said whatever to you, you are now a strong woman or a strong man from your own inner strength. Well, now you need to look at how your own inner strong male or female relates with the opposite gender. And when you can bring those two sides of you into a harmony, it opens up doors in your relationships with other people. It helps you see the world in a broader perspective and brings you insight and awareness. It facilitates communication in your relationships. And for sure, on a personal level, it helps you to apply the best ideas to before you go into your focused goal-getting masculine side. So out of all of the ideas, let me use the masculine to evaluate and narrow. Yeah. And, and so this is really, really valuable for us personally to work with these two energies inside us. And then recently I've come to think of it as a prayer for the world mm. because the world is going through these, you know, macro trends as the masculine energy is shifting its role, is coming out of power, control, and dominance, and into the father who is loving towards his children, um, who is a, a provider and who can be focused, but who also has an open heart and being a loving guide. And on the feminine side, embracing the breadth of what feminine femininity is everything from like tough mama bear to yeah. the sweet innocent little girl and being able to have all of that then we're really going to create a world of people who are empowered from the inside and this moment where we're sequestered and quarantined in our houses we're getting a really good education about the feminine and the value yeah. of the feminine so as we and we're going to be in this kind of world for a couple of years until everything blows over so it's a great time for introspection holding still coming into some of these deeper awarenesses about ourselves 
and coming out of this time period on the world of the world with a vision of a balanced world of between these two energies you know where there's more there's plenty of food for everybody everybody's taken care of uh, you know all the other things that are part of your world peace vision yeah yeah absolutely yeah because it's there's the you know i always thought of um and maybe this is david data but always there's the masculine aspect seems to be like this inhale like like bringing on all this air and then the feminine needs to like exhale but we're just like holding our breath and just like trying to take like like these tiny breaths to like keep going and it's like no you need to like fucking breathe like the whole process um yeah and that was yeah that's the whole it's yeah it's the whole cycle yeah because it's like you need to be able to especially like in the creative world because obviously there's still you know, a, there's a lot of masculine energy in the creative world, like, or at least especially at the top, at least in like stand-up comedy, stuff like that. Um, but you still need to be able to exercise to be able to go to like in that creative space and like mess around in there. And then also like bring it, you know, use the masculine to like try and like, you know, chop it up and like make it, you know, make it something, you know, uh, that, that's more direct, more useful, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So those creative spaces. Um, yeah. Cause it's a, yeah, it's just, there, it doesn't matter who you are, like being able to, you be able to navigate both of those and yeah, just neglecting those and um, in, in any capacity, like is, you're, you're just going to be, a, I mean, you're going to pay for it either way, uh, eventually. Um, right. But yeah, that was the one aspect. I'm glad you touched on like the mama bear stuff. Cause there is a weird thing that, um, you know, sometimes like that, I, I think still, that still holds on into a lot of, uh, I guess the modern feminist movement. I mean, there's still, um, there is some of it that's still very like, okay, well, I need to reach back into my feminine, like coming into, like, there's a lot more self-care, like there's a lot more yoga and these kinds of things. Um, but yeah, there's still like, uh, there's a, this weird tinge always that there was some kind of weakness to feminine energy, uh, or at least like maybe the, the first, like, uh, maybe like that first stage that we, people were kind of bailing on, um, you know, like that was kind of maybe like that housewife kind of model of feminine energy or something like that. Uh, but you know, there's the mama bear, there's mother nature, which is all of those things. Like, you know, you have mother nature, which is the the lake and mother nature. That's also the hurricane. Like it's like, there's a full expanse of, of stuff that's in there. And, uh, you know, and, and I think there's a lot of power in that. And I think it'd be, you know, cool to see as we continue. Cause it seems like to be at least an upward trend of like, you know, going to doing things like these self-reflection, like therapy, and, um, you know, like all those other sensual things, just, I mean, across the board, men and women, um, trying to take care of those things and to have a more, you know, and have that more balanced world. Like we're doing both of those things. Like we can, we can navigate to, you know, to the masculine world and like get what's out of there. And then, you know, having a more even flow instead of just like, you know, waiting until we're blue in the face and then just passing out. You know, it's, it seems like what the kind of, or at least as a whole, it seems like that's kind of the model um, a lot of us are operating on, or at least as, as, yeah. as a group at large. Oh, yeah. Coffee addiction. We've got to keep moving so fast. And we're, I think so many people are exhausted. Yeah, exactly. Uh, women women and men, are, we're all just really exhausted by the world in a lot of ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always, and it's that weird thing. Like, uh, I think we had talked about in a previous conversation, like the, the, this exponential growth 
thing that happens on the masculine side it's like it's gonna we're, we can't do that forever like how big is like amazon gonna get like you know if there's I, I don't know you know there's there's got to be like a ceiling of some sort like it's not gonna right. uh, well, I, I think in more of a you know uh in foresight i, I think like uh jeff bezos uh had mentioned that you know he he predicts like at some point we're gonna go bankrupt but until then you know we're investing like in people and that's kind of i don't know what that means for the business side of things but at least it seems he seems to understand like that that's exponential growth thing is not gonna uh it's not a long-term strategy it's just like well it's just kind of like the road run right now and then we'll see what happens next um but yeah but definitely yeah there's definitely like a yeah we're we're learning like you were saying the 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 end of the you know we, it seems like we're ending this pocket of this growth stuff and then you know this quarantine is that forced stuff like that self-reflection you know and i've been hearing that a lot from people like you know for me and myself like you know even though i kind of have a regular-ish routine like i'm still physically going to work and stuff but there's still a lot of other things where it's not um you know there is a stillness where it's just kind of like you know i'm not i'm not always like doing stuff so it's you know, there's more thoughts that are coming out, you know, I've been doing more instead of like still trying to do the same thing with like, you know, uh, like at least in the comedy world, stuff like that with like the stand up stuff, like there's been a lot of these zoom comedy shows. And I've done the opposite. I was like, I was like, I don't want any of these zoom comedy shows. I want to reflect on like this whole, like, how am I approaching this entire thing? How am I approaching myself? Like, what do I really want from this? Like this kind of like this, that other layer that I just wasn't touching at all you know, and Good stuff like that. I, I think, yeah. And, and, and I'm hoping that's happening everywhere. At least I've been hearing more and more about, you know, um, people just like having the time to actually, like you were saying, like they, they actually have the time to like really reflect, like if you choose to, to really reflect on like, okay, what are, what, what is going on with me and actually like sitting still with like feelings and stuff. Cause you know, it's a lot of the times I know for me, I don't know about for everybody else, but you know, I, I can spend, I don't know that I'm running away from feelings until I'm sitting still, you know, and yes, and that's, yes. you know, cause it's like, cause it doesn't necessarily feel like it in the moment. It's like, yeah, it doesn't really feel like anything. And then, yeah. you know, things grind to a halt and you're like, you know, I mean, maybe like in a couple of weeks it'd be fine. And then it's like, there's this like discomfort coming up. You're like, what the fuck is this? Like, right. Ugh. Right. And men emotions are meant to move. So you'll appreciate yeah. that. So if you're in constant movement and you aren't paying attention to your emotions, then they're getting stuck in there. And that's what health issues come from people, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's why we die early. Yeah, move the <laughs> energies, move the emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Have a yeah. feminine moment and, and work with your emotions a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think a uh, comedian, Bill Burr uh, made a joke about that. It's like, that's why we hold, like men just, we're just holding on to our feelings and then we just die early. Like this, it just doesn't go anywhere. You like, know, you just... <laughs> that's one of my requirements. The man has to be healthy because I've got really good genetics. So you better, I'm not going to be one of these women who's sitting around single, you know, age 80. No, I'm, I'm looking for my lifelong partner. <laughs> And he's got to take care of his health. I mean, that's that's one of the things that women do for men is to keep them healthy too. Kind of more often than not, keeping them on track with taking care of themselves. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I've heard that a bunch. Like especially like in some of the longer term marriages, like getting just getting 
like I, I guess that um, that lighter aspect of like you know you can't be eating sausage and bacon and all that stuff that you want all the time. Like you gotta you like take care of stuff. But yeah, I've heard that in a lot in um, you know longer term marriages where like it, you know over time he'll just be like he was like well eventually I just got healthier because you know the wife was you know she she was in the you know that sensuality like the organics me. and stuff yeah that's what she fed and you, know, you just ended up kind of being steered that way and you're like oh it's probably better that I'm around longer but you know I don't know I'll still smoke a cigar like you know occasionally stuff like that um but yeah but it, yeah I've definitely heard uh heard that a lot or at least like that's when that's when it's like addressed it's you know like whatever weird habits that we have in our own eating world if we haven't taken care of that already you know like yeah relationship or yeah certainly a wife um yeah they'll they'll look at like they'll notice that right away like because that's very it's like what the fuck like that doesn't make sense to them like where, where's the where's this flowing in love and life and stuff like you're just hurting your body this whole time like and they feel that and the guy is just like i just like i just like eating shit like it's you know you know or at least the short term the short term effect right yeah <laughs> yeah. We got your article, Masculine Feminine Energy, and um, you have other articles in your class on Masculine Feminine Energy so that they can explore yeah. their masculine and feminine sides. And uh, that is all available on your website. Yep. My website is octaviabrooks.com. So just B R O O K S, octaviabrooks.com. And the masculine and feminine class is there. It's fun. People get a lot out of that. Also, um, I know that people need a lot more confidence when they're dating and confidence mm -hmm. comes in handy pretty much whenever we do whatever. But I have two different things for confidence. One is, a, because I'm a spiritual teacher, one yeah, is yeah. a 10-day series of like 10, 15-minute classes, really short classes that stack up a toolkit that help you stay in your center whenever you're in a high pressure situation. So it's great for dating, interviews, any kind of speaking or anything like that it would be really good for that. And it's, it's called the Column of Light Meditation. You'll find that on my website. It's energy balancing for confidence and protection. Great for empathic people as well. Anybody who's used to sponging up energy and emotions from other people help you get rid of all of that some boundaries and stuff yeah actually that's a big hit on confidence if you hang out with yeah. somebody who's not confident you're going to go home not confident and it's not even yeah. your energy, oh, no. energy like, oh, uh, and then i have another one that is i am doing a line of subliminal audios and i make customized mm -hmm. subliminal audios and for people who aren't aware of what that is the subliminal audios work with your subconscious. So, so much of our behaviors are driven by like belief systems about who we are and what we are and what we can have and what we can't have. They're buried in our subconscious. So we literally called subconscious for a reason. We do not know that we're operating this way, but our, we are driven towards certain people and certain goals and making certain decisions because of the way our subconscious is operating. So subliminal, it's, it's a field. There's a lot of these out there where there are affirmations and declarations that are repeated thousands of times, but not in a way that your normal level of hearing can pick up on them. So usually they'll have a track and, and the tracks we're using is this really beautiful crystal bowl sounds and there's a whole spiritual story about 
the the magic of the bowls themselves yeah. and then we lay in an affirmation track that's repeated so there's one for confidence and you can listen to this 20 minutes a day and find that your confidence just kind of naturally improves over time from listening to this because of the messages that your subconscious is receiving. It's literally, Dan, it's, it's like mm -hmm. reprogramming your subconscious, just like you would reprogram a computer. It's the same thing. Our subconscious mind is almost like a computer. It took all these programs in from childhood and stored them in there. And now we're using those programs as our operating system but they're yeah. not getting what we want. Like I'm not getting the date, you know, we're not getting the dates we want or we're not showing up on the dates in an authentic way or all of those kinds of things. So the, a really healthy way of reprogramming your mind is to use these subliminal audios. And you'll find this confidence one on our website called subliminal messaging in music.com. Subliminal, okay. subliminal messaging in music.com. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that's where I got, yeah, the self-confidence one, where yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I use that, so I do, like, a breathing exercise, just kind of, like, physically relax the body, and, you know, mind as well, and then yeah. I'd end with that, yeah, it's, like, 20 minutes, and, yeah, like, it's, I go right to sleep, and, uh, yeah, for some reason, I know you said subliminal messaging, but I seriously thought, like, it was going to be, like, a whisper, I was, like, listening with, like, good headphones on, and I was, like, uh -huh. I don't hear anything, like I was, like, I was, like, in minute 10, I was, like, I don't hear any of these messages still. And then no, after it was over, and I was like, oh. Was it would like, be yeah. like this scritchy, scratchy sound because there's thousands and thousands of repetitions. So it would be like. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, are you like speeding them up? Are they like. No, no, no. It's, it's or, like the repetition. Yeah, it's a program I use. Mm. It, no, you don't have to speed them up. You just. No, they're sped up in the in the actual recording or something is what you're saying. I don't like, think thousands so. of times. I think, they're, oh. I think they're repeated like a normal phrase. But okay. they're repeated so many times that it comes out sounding like, rah, 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 rah. and the uh, fact our brain is okay. just that amazing that our subconscious can hear that and and take those messages to heart, and then our synapses start rewiring and start changing. And the spiritual aspect of this, because I've got to bring it back, yeah. is our subconscious is how we connect into the greater consciousness of the divine delivery system so yeah. we want a dream we want to achieve a goal with our conscious mind we want that perfect relationship we want that marriage with our conscious mind and our subconscious is taking us you know towards yeah the taking it yes yeah, going in a different direction you know we're going in a different direction we're, we're not we're like treading water and not achieving that goal so with the subliminal messaging it's reprogramming our mind and our subconscious, like our conscious choices go through the subconscious in order to reach the superconscious, if that makes sense. Yeah. This is why law yeah. of attraction doesn't work so well most of the time is because our messages, our conscious choices and desires are getting all garbled up by the subconscious. So yeah. if we can clean up our subconscious and get our subconscious aligned with our conscious desires, then they sort of naturally and magically i've seen this happen with people oh yeah i kind of i kind of want i have a friend i want to live in bali and magically money just starts coming and she's found mm -hmm. a friend in bali and he builds you know a house and she's moving to bali in a few months yeah. 
<laughs> you know? So that's how law of attraction really works. You kind of got to clean up your subconscious first. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then the message isn't going anywhere. Like that, cause like subconscious being like that middleman, you're just kind of, it's just kind of stopping there and you have the, you know, the intention and all of this, the other stuff around, but then it's just, it, you know, it's, it's not getting out the door. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Right. Good deal. <laughs> well, it's been a lovely first interview and thank you for being the first guest on. Oh, Don't I'm so Thanks. Happy. I think people are going to get a lot out of this. I, I like this a lot better than having to like, drill down i mean you know there's always emails i can answer like that's not a that's not a big problem but you know the first few episodes you know it's a little more something to you know put out this whole episode and you know i mean it's very good information but you know it's only five or ten minutes you know um you know or you know maybe 15 20 minutes something like that but you know i, I like the the flow of the the conversation and you get you know, like deeper into stuff that um you you kind of can in uh communicating like this i think this is pretty dope so thank you for being on and uh yeah and uh yeah i'll post this up uh post this up soon and uh yeah you get a copy as well and we'll put the links in for everything Mm -hmm. yeah we'll put the links everything below um yeah we'll put your uh yeah websites for subliminal messaging um your main website for classes all that stuff yeah will be available in the links below and uh yeah awesome thank you have a fantastic day. All righty. Have a good rest of your day, dear. <laughs>